Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we'll be talking about some of the best activities that the north side of Mount Hood has to offer. That's right, Vicky. You and I actually went up there recently, you may remember, uh, for our most recent Peak Northwest video series shoot and had a great time. You know, it's an area of Mount Hood I had not spent a ton of time on personally. Um, I, you know, I think people usually think of the south side of Mount Hood when discussing the tallest mountain in Oregon. And that's for good reason. On the south side, you have places like Timberline Lodge and Mount Hood Meadows, Mount Hood Ski Bowl, pretty much all the main winter activities and, you know, a lot of waterfalls. You know, US 26 runs right by that area. So when we think of that, that's kind of the face we're used to seeing for Mount Hood. But going on the north side of the mountain, you get not only a totally different look at Mount Hood, but there's really just so much to do over there too. There really is. And uh, yeah, we were really able to pack in a great variety of activities during our shoot. Um, I loved it. And throughout the whole shoot, there was one thing that was in common through all the activities was the awesome and just breathtaking views of Mount Hood. But Jamie, where should we get started <laughs> in talking about some of the stuff that we did? Well, let's, I think, take it in chronological order. So we, we did just a, a, a straight up overnighter to Mount Hood. Um, so we woke up early in the morning in Portland, drove out there and arrived at uh, the Top Spur Trailhead to do a beautiful hike up to McNeil Point. So this is one of the classic Mount Hood hikes. Um, really, I think one of the best. And, um, you know, it's a bit of a tough hike as well, but it was, I think, just absolutely spectacular. And it was just blew me away. Yeah, McNeil Point was, wow, I don't think I've really hiked anything that had a comparable view of Mount Hood like this. And it's great because even just one mile in, you come to this viewpoint where Mount Hood is seriously in your face and... Yeah, you can see so much of it. It is so close to you. It's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. So the, the trail starts off as most trails like this do, wandering through the woods there. Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of get to this. It's kind of around the intersection of the Timberline Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, and once you pass that little intersection, we saw a lot of backpackers there still in mm -hmm. their tents or just getting up for the morning. 
Um, and as we did, we rounded that curve to that first view you were talking about, Vicky, uh, the sun was just kind of just coming up and cresting that side of the mountain. And it was just glorious <laughs> to, to be honest. It was absolutely <laughs> glorious. And that was just like, like you said, yeah, I, I might've even been a little less than a mile in. It was just yeah. really right, right from the start. And from there, you kind of dive back into the woods. Um, but as you're hiking through, um, uh, up these ridges, you just keep coming back to these incredible views of the mountain and they keep just like hitting you right in the face. Uh, it was just, I mean, really an embarrassment of riches when it comes to views. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, exactly. And I think Jamie, you and I were talking about this. Neither of us had been on a sunrise hike in a little bit. And so if that is something you're into, it is well worth waking up yes. early and that great golden light coming coming off right behind Mount Hood is, wow, it is something to really just take in. It's pretty spectacular. Absolutely. Definitely worth it. Um, you know, so this this hike up to McNeil Point out and back is about 10 miles if you do it on the shorter side. Um, it can be a little bit longer if you want to take an easier route up and back, more like 12 miles or so. Um, but what a lot of people do is as they're hiking up towards McNeil Point, there's an option to sort of take a shortcut along the scramble trail. Um, and again, this is something that if you're an, a less experienced hiker or if you're a little bit unsure on your feet, would not recommend it. And just take the extra two miles and take your time and have a longer day. But if you want this sort of this, the shorter 10 mile route, you can, um, hike up the scramble trail, which is much easier than hiking down it. Um, hike up and it'll take you right there to McNeil point. So, um, Vicki, I know that you have before done this hike and hiked down the scramble trail, gave me the good piece of advice to not do that. <laughs> so. It's a little hard to find because it's not a signed trail, but if you have a downloaded map, um, we were hiking, I had um, an all trails uh, map downloaded. So it, with that, it was super easy to find. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can find it, it it's, um, you know, like I said, it, it's kind of a, a tough little shortcut. It's about a half mile or so. Um, a lot of it is hiking up through loose rock or dust, um, some really kind of sharp, craggy, steep rocks you have to climb up. Um, I thought, I thought it was kind of fun to be honest, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. difficult, certainly, but also extremely fun. Um, and when you get to the top there, it, I mean, it, it is the views there were just spectacular. I know we've been saying spectacular views <laughs> this entire time, but there at McNeil point, you have this, um, old stone shelter, um, called McNeil shelter. Uh, and right behind the shelter, it mountain, the peak of Mount hood is just like right there. And the fields in front of that view are just full of wildflowers yeah. of all colors, purples and pinks and whites. So you just have this like, you know, burst of wildflowers, this incredible mountain view, this really cool stone shelter. And I was like, what, what planet did I just land on all yeah. of a sudden? This is absolutely insane. And turning around from there, you have these sweeping views north off into the mountains. You can see. Mount Adams and Mount St. Helens and Mount Rainier all from this viewpoint too. It, it was, I mean, absolutely awesome is really the, the word for it. Also, as you're going up, it's just a really enjoyable trail because there's like little streams. Um, the way that I took before this trip uh, in the clockwise way that I went, you run into some streams, like some tiny little waterfalls. It's really, really peaceful 
Aside from the fact there are a lot of flies <laughs> and mosquitoes. Oh, the bugs. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's that's one thing. <laughs> Definitely come prepared with uh, some some bug spray and maybe wear like a little net or something over your hat, because if you if you're if you're continually moving, not too too much of an issue. But especially for us as we're shooting video and making little stops, or if you're just trying to like take in the mountain for a split second, they will be on you. They will. <laughs> if you're like yeah. me, you'll walk away with like 20 something bug bites. I was not prepared the second time around. So bug spray, a must for McNeil Point. It'll make everything much more enjoyable. I promise you. Yeah, that was that was, I think, really the the only downside of that yes. hike were, were the bugs, um, you know, and, you know, a little bit of a tough hike, um, I think getting up that scramble trail, but otherwise this is one of those hikes where if you want to do, if you're a hiker, if you're a backpacker and you're looking for a mountain hood adventure, this is one that you've got to put on your bucket list if you haven't yeah. done it already. Yeah. And I thought the trail itself was just super well-maintained. Uh, at the point when I went there was like still some snow, like a tiny bit of snow you got to cross over. So obviously, I imagine once uh, the the uh, rainy and snow season comes, I'm sure this just gets blanketed. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No doubt. We were fortunate to, to get there in this beautiful stretch of weather in the sunny season, um, got up and down before it got too hot that day. Um, it was just one of those really hot days, uh, in the, in the summer. So, you know, we really wanted to make sure we got off the mountain before it got too crazy hot. And, uh, once we came down off of McNeil point, we went over to lost Lake, which is mm -hmm. a beautiful little lake with a nice campground, which is not, not too far from the top spur trailhead up to McNeil point. Yeah. And we took, was it Lolo pass that we took from the trailhead to McNeil point? Yeah. Lolo yeah. pass road. Right. And so, I mean, it was about an hour's drive. Um, but again, ah, it went pretty darn <laughs> quickly because the whole time you have these incredible, incredible views of Mount Hood. Yeah. I mean, we were driving down a low pass road and, and it's like one of these roads underneath all these power lines, right? Which usually you're like, ah, you know, one of these, <laughs> these power lines are ruining my view or whatever. But no, I mean, yeah, sure. They were there, but you had Mount Hood right there behind them. Mm -hmm. And like the entire way we turned down a gravel road and the view would open up Mount Hood's right there again. I have like so many pictures of the mountain from just like slightly different angles on this <laughs> north side and different light. The views were just ever present. And I have not had quite that experience before. I mean, you drive up the south side and you see the mountain and it's wonderful and incredible. I mean, to have just like this many views constantly was was so good so doing that drive i think you know yeah it was about hours down some windy forest roads um but it, that really made it go by as you said vicky just so quickly and by the time we got to lost lake um and i was feeling pretty tired i don't know about you but i was feeling yeah. you know, pretty tired from the hike um you know it was good to get out of the car after driving all day and uh stepping off into that lake it was like, again, stepping into another beautiful viewpoint uh, of the mountain, but this time with so many other things to do right there, too. Yes. You know, when I was looking at the pictures online before we went, I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is it looks incredible. And the lake is there. And again, Mount Hood 
right in your face. And when we got there, not disappointed at all. Not sure that it's a big secret because this place had quite a bit of people there, especially for midweek. Um, but wow, it was worth it. It was totally, totally worth it. You know, such an idyllic place to relax on the water and see the mountain. Absolutely. So for folks um, who are not familiar with Lost Lake, um, this is a, a spot that is uh, managed by the U.S. Forest Service, but there's a resort and campground that is owned and managed privately. Um, Lost Lake Campground and Resort which is open from the end of April to about the middle of October. And like you said, Vicki, lots of people aware of this spot. Um, it is a busy campground, a lot of people around, out boating on the lake, um, out there uh, in campsites, in RVs. So the resort has a campground of about 148 sites. And in addition to those campsites, there are also cabins and yurts and A-frames and lodge rooms. And one of the cool things about this spot, too, is they have a, a few nice amenities. So there is a little general store there, um, which sold a, a surprisingly good variety of things. Um, mm-hmm. You've got your energy drinks and your Pop-Tarts like you might find anywhere else, but um, also some breakfast sandwiches. There's a whole cafe, um, a, a gift shop, um, really all kinds of stuff um, you could buy at the little general store. Right across the street from the general store, there was the boathouse where you could rent a boat and take it onto the lake. So if you didn't bring your own kayak or stand up paddleboard or whatever, you can go to the boathouse and for, you know, a a, a, a pretty hefty fee, I say, <laughs> um, rent a boat for a few hours or for the day. Yeah. And I, I love the variety of water vessels that you can rent there. I That's something that I really, really enjoy doing in the summertime is paddle boarding or kayaking. And so you can do that, or they have little rowboats or even some pedal boats. Um, so really anything that is uh, in your interest as far as getting onto the water. Uh, I also saw online that they had clear bottom kayaks, but I didn't actually see them when we were there. So not sure about that. Another great thing to note is that all of the boats there are dog friendly. And um, so if you're looking to get on the water and do some paddling with your furry friend, which I'm still trying to bring Stella there uh, (laughs) before (laughs) summer's end, this is a place where you can do it. Just bring your own doggy life jacket and you're pretty much good to go. Like you said, just so many good options. And uh, folks who are, if you're interested in doing that, the cheapest option are kayaks, just good old fashioned kayaks. Um, they're, um, they cost $25 an hour, but you do have to have a two hour minimum. So that means it's basically $50 per boat. So, um, for the two of us, uh, it was about a hundred dollars to do that. So, um, you know, it, again, this is a resort and a beautiful place. I, I did not feel like, um, I, I didn't get my money's worth <laughs> because once we paddled out onto the lake the next morning, um, the first thing in the morning after camping, it was just a spectacular experience paddling out into that view of Mount Hood. I found myself just like floating and spinning and turning, looking at the mountain <laughs> from different angles. And I just wanted to sit out there, um, and just enjoy the view. And, and I did for a while. Um, I thought it was just, it's just a stellar experience. It really, really is. And yeah, if you're looking for a really calm, peaceful time, 
try going in the morning right when they open. Uh, depending on what time of the season, I think their hours change. But we got there a little bit after 8 a.m. And it was so nice. Right when we got on the water, we basically had the whole lake to ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was great. And no uh, motor-powered boats are permitted on the lake. So you're not going to get rocked by any huge waves or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, you're basically just paddling on still water and you really can't beat it. Absolutely. You know, one thing we didn't do at Lost Lake that is worth mentioning is um, all the hiking trails there. So like a lot of lakes, there is um, a lakeshore trail that goes around the circumference of it. It's about 3.2 miles, um, pretty easy hike. Uh, but there are also just a ton of trails that branch off from Lost Lake. So there are a few shorter ones that are just there from the campground or day use areas. But you can also hike some, you know, uh, more like two and a half mile or three mile trails that are a little bit steeper. And you can also, if you want to, hook up to the Pacific Crest Trail from the lake. Um, so folks who want to do some long distance hiking from Lost Lake, there are options for you to do that as well. So we are going to talk a bit more about the north side of Mount Hood and all the activities that we weren't able to get to right after a short break. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, we're back from our break, and we're talking about some of the activities you can do on the north side of Mount Hood. And we just got back from a great trip filming uh, for Peak Northwest video series. We did a number of activities, but Jamie, I think there's a lot that we still could have done had we had more time. So where should we get started with that? Yeah, if we had more time and if we had maybe a little bit more energy in our bodies as well, because (laughs) one of the coolest things to do on the north side of Mount Hood is to hike. Um, There are so many good hiking and backpacking destinations on Mount Hood, especially on this north side. So we talked about McNeil Point, um, obviously uh, just a stunning hike, a classic hike. But if you just kind of circle around the mountain going clockwise there, there are a number of other hikes there too. So Cairn Basin is another spot that is a really popular place for backpackers. It leads you to kind of a meadow and another stone shelter where you can set up your tents with a good view of the mountain as well. And, you know, one of, I think, the even more popular than McNeil Point is the Cooper Spur Trail. Um, This is one that takes you a little bit farther up onto the mountain, a little bit more difficult. But gosh, this is one that I have not had the pleasure to do yet but is on the like the top, top of my Mountain Hood bucket list right now because it just looks spectacular. So while we were kind of on the northwest side of Mount Hood, it's kind of on the northeast side of Mount Hood. And Cooper Spur takes you kind of just off of, of uh, Oregon 35 coming in from Hood River. And um, it, it just looks, again, like one of the one of these just iconic Mount Hood hikes with these incredible views. Um, I, I, Vicky, I don't know if you if you're familiar with this hike, but I am dying to do it. I actually haven't heard of that one, but it looks like it's about seven miles round trip and like twenty seven hundred ish feet of elevation gain. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, looks like a lot of switchbacks to get up there. But again, like we're saying with McNeil Point, you get up there and just are hit in the face with the view of this mountain. And again, I just a little bit of a different silhouette on it. And I think it's one of the cool things about checking out different sides of the mountain is you get these just different little views, different angles. It looks like a slightly different mountain as you're kind of coming around on it from different ways. And one of the things I think we didn't mention here about the north side of Mount Hood that I think is really interesting, you know, when we're talking about um, looking at the south side, we're used to getting a lot of the sunlight on the mountain, right? So I think about this as a photographer all the time. If I want a picture of sunlight on Mount Hood of that that peak illuminated, the south side's a place to do it because this, the sun is going to move on the south. But when you're on the north side, what you're getting a lot of is the mountain in silhouette. Um, or the sun kind of coming right at you. Um, so it's kind of blown out a little bit and it's a, a bit, just a bit of a different experience. So I think, you know, as a photographer, I've avoided that North side for so long just because the sun is never in a good position to get a picture of it. But, um, going and seeing the different angles of it there, seeing it from just a whole different angle, you really get to know the mountain a lot better. And it's one that I, th I think, you know, we don't get a lot of looks at when you're driving through the gorge, which is on the north side of Mount Hood. You don't really see the mountain. You're kind of, um, you know, hemmed in by those cliffs of the gorge. So unless you're on the Washington side or you're farther up north, you don't really get the, a good look at the north side of Mount Hood pretty much ever. So that was a really special experience for me is going up there and seeing just this different facet of the mountain that I thought, you know, I knew pretty well. Right. I totally agree. It's, you know, such a different view. And I've been, I honestly haven't been to the side of Mount Hood up until I did McNeil Point and then on our trip. So it was really cool to, you know, just see it from a different angle than all the times that I've gone and done winter activities on the south side. Um, so yeah. I understand there's a lot more hiking also on the north side. Any other trails that you're looking to do in the future? Well, one that I've done before that I would love to get back and do again is Ramona Falls. Um, mm. So that is, again, sort of on the northwest side of Mount Hood. And we actually passed the um, trailhead as we were on Lolo Pass Road, heading out to McNeil Point and to mm. Lost Lake. So if you're in that area and you're looking for yet another adventure to do, Ramona Falls is a spectacular hike. It's not, you know, necessarily very steep. Um, it does involve a, a little bit of a tricky river crossing, um, depending on the season you're in, depending on the rainfall. Um, but when you get to Ramona Falls, it's just this beautiful sort of, it's not like a traditional waterfall and that it's like a big plunge of water, but it's kind of a wall that water comes off of, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been there where you get kind of these rainbows in, in the water and it's oh kind of gosh. in a shaded forested area. Um, just a really magical spot. So Ramona Falls is, is one of those, again, just one of those places that if you want to explore Mount Hood, got to put it on your bucket list and check it out. Um, it, it is just a really, really special place. Yeah, I've seen a lot of photos of Ramona Falls and oh my gosh, I, I do need to get out there. And this is on the north west side of Mount Hood, right? It's a little bit west from Lost Lake than where we were. Yeah, that's right. Got it. Got it. But Vicky, you know, there's in addition to places to hike, there are some really nice places to stay on the north side of Mount Hood too. Obviously not as many as you had on the south side, you know, fewer kind of resorts, cabins, that sort of thing. But one spot that is really nice is um, the Cooper Spur Mountain Resort. Um, which is again on that northeast side over by Cooperspur. 
And it's a really nice place there. It's a ski area in the wintertime. Um, but they also have um, a number of lodging options, including some really nice cabins. So this is a place where if you're looking for, you know, you're not a backpacker, maybe you're not a tent camper either. Cooperspur Mountain Resort, great spot to go and get a little bit more of a luxurious way to stay up on Mount Hood. And just right near that, um, just down the road, in fact, you have another really nice camping area um, at Tilly Jane. So this is an area where, uh, Vicki, I want to say that you have talked about either camping there or considering camping there. Is that right? Yes. Uh, for one of the past Peak Northwest episodes, we are going to try this. So maybe it is still in our future, but we are going to try camping or just staying at uh, Tilly Jane A-Frame, which from what I understand, you have to kind of hike there. And in the winter, you have an option to actually ski there. And it's actually a launching point for a lot of people doing winter activities from my understanding, but I haven't actually stayed there yet. It looks amazing. You know, this is someplace I've not been to either, but if you just, you know, do a quick Google and look at this A-frame, it's just so romantic. Um, so beautiful. A place where you can just imagine, you know, skiers hanging out there in the wintertime, warming up by the fire, sharing stories, having drinks, having a bite to eat. Um, it just looks magical <laughs> again. So, I mean, lots to love on this north side of Mount Hood. And, um, you know, Vicki, one other spot I want to mention um, for folks who are maybe coming into or leaving the north side of Mount Hood, consider stopping by Parkdale, a small town just off Oregon 35, again, back on your way to Hood River, or if you want to hook back around at 26 and go to government camp. Um, Parkdale is just a small town. There's not a ton there, but there's a couple of really interesting attractions there. And I think that what most people go to is Solera Brewing, uh, a little brewing company there um, with, again, this might not be any surprise, an incredible view of Mount Hood <laughs> from, from the brewery. It's a really nice spot to stop and, you know, relax, rest your legs, have a drink and soak up some last views before you head on the highway home. Yeah, and that was definitely one that we thought, oh, maybe we can end our video shoot at Solera Brewing. And it was a little too far out of the way based on our travel plans and getting back to Portland. But it sounds like a great way to cap off your day of like a long hike or something like that. Go get a beer at Solera Brewing. Another thing that was on our list that is also in Parkdale is the Parkdale Lava Flow. Jamie, what do you know about it? This is a spot that like I came across just on Google Maps, <laughs> like on Google, like Earth. Like in the, you look at the satellite view of this part of Mount Hood, you see this really enormous lava flow right next to Parkdale. Um, and it, it's an interesting spot because it's not like a designated recreation area or anything like that. Okay. It looks really fascinating from the satellite imagery, but I haven't yet really figured out a good way to approach exploring it. Looks like there are some kind of real rough um, entry points on the south side of the lava flow, but a lot of the the land adjacent to it is privately owned, and so it seems like it's kind of hard to get up in there. Um, but hey, if anyone listening has some recommendations on exploring the Parkdale lava flow, maybe you've done it before, feel free to reach out. Let us know. It's something that is definitely on my to-do list. Obviously, there are a ton, a ton, ton, ton of activities <laughs> to do on this north side of Mount Hood. And pretty much all of them include a breathtaking view of the mountain. Mm -hmm. um, so... 
probably in the next month or so, we should be coming out with our Peak Northwest video about some of the activities that we did, whether that was hiking or camping or kayaking around Lost Lake and just in the area. But yeah, if you want to explore Mount Hood um, on the north side, hopefully we gave you a little bit of inspiration. I definitely hope so too. And you know, folks, um, head out there, enjoy it while you can this summer before the snow falls again, Mm -hmm. or put it on your bucket list for next year. Uh, I think that'll wrap things up for today. And until next time, you can watch our videos, including our upcoming video on this trip on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen. <laughs>